Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the show. So go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, my name is Ashley Van Veen. I am a respiratory therapist. I'm originally from Maryland. Currently, I am a travel respiratory therapist. So I've been just traveling the country and kind of like taking a job in a different part of the country staying for three months and moving on to another another part of the country. Before I started my journey of being a travel therapist, I became debt-free. Um, and it was the best thing that I did because I was able to just live and thrive in really expensive cities like Los Angeles. It sounds like, you know, you being able to get yourself out of debt was something that springboarded not just your career, but the quality of your life, right? Like you were able to be travel for one, but also travel and not be like penny pinching as you travel. Yeah. Didn't realize that becoming debt-free was going to impact my life and my freedom so much in such like I knew it was a positive way that I would, you know, be able to just using using money as a tool was something that was interesting that led me into becoming debt-free, but I didn't realize that it was something that gave me a lot of options. Yeah. And a lot of options in my career, um, in my personal life, a lot of options, just... Some, like it wasn't just like financial options, but it gave blood over into other aspects of my life. So what was it that got you started on your debt-free journey? Um, so what got me started was I did, I did come across Dave Ramsey. Um, and when, so a lot of the, a lot of, times when something when things like this happen well first of all let me just say my debt-free journey um began in 2018 um I bought a new car and I started following a debt-free journey and I was able to pay it off in 10 months what really started that was the fact that I was hearing different things I was hearing people say oh I paid off my student loans and I was like huh like that's normal. That's you like that's possible. That's some that's something that people would consider. And then someone else would say, "Oh, I, um, I'm thinking about, you know, getting a mortgage." And like so, all of these little um, triggers about finances kind of got my attention. And so I started to do more research, asking more questions, um, reading more books. And when I came across the 
the Dave Ramsey um, name, I, I looked him up on YouTube and, um, and I started listening to podcasts and I was like, wow, I'm hooked. Like, cause this, he, this is a very um, straightforward way of how to get there. And um, so I was kind of hooked after that. And I got my mom involved. We attended Financial Peace University together. Um, and that was like a very important piece because my little brother was also there and present when we would go to Financial Peace University. And he's like, we're 18 years apart. So he's 10 years old and I'm 28. Um, so that like, that was, it was just such a, a moment that um, I'm so happy that it happened then um, because it just led me to just like becoming a better me, not just yeah. financially, but like in every other aspect of my life. So you hit on some really key points, I think, especially, you know, between becoming a better you, um, which I would love to know more about. And then also, you know, saying that you went to financial peace with your mom, which I think is really cool um, to, if possible, if people are open in your family to join you in this process of evolution so that you're able to create new generational like traditions and customs. Right. And so, um, mm -hmm. How was it for you? Because I don't think a lot of people know what FPU is, Financial Peace University, which is Dave Ramsey's course on, you know, his plan to getting out of debt so that you can, you know, um, build generational wealth and really be able to live and give like no one else. And so um, it was free. I don't know if it's still free, but could you speak to your experience? Because I know I did the 14 day free trial after I got out of debt. <laughs> um, but what was it like for you to go in person with your mom? Um, yeah. Okay. So the 14 day trial, I didn't do that because this was like the, I believe the 14 day trial happened during the Corona era, but we, my mom and I went, went, attended the class two years ago and I, I did pay for it out of pocket. Um, but it was really, um, important that I went with my mom because obviously what I know about money, I learned from my mom. And getting her to go was in itself, um, it, that, that was in itself something that was, you know, difficult because in, to my, in my mom's head, there was nothing wrong with how she did finances. And so um, after like, you know, bringing up certain points and like, hey mom, can you do this with me? Um, it's just like a way to figure out how to, you know, help you save for retirement, because that was something that my mom um, wasn't really clear about how to go about that. And so I think one conversation after, after another, I was able to um, get her to come with me. And I really liked that she was able to come with me because then we both understood where each other were financially. Um, and that was important to, for, to have somebody um, close to me to know what I was doing um, because it's, it can be very lonely when um, you're doing something that's out of the norm and everybody else doesn't do it so it becomes um, you can be really isolated because you're the only one who understands it so having my mom come along with me 
was really nice because then the class, we were able to um, communicate with other people in the community who had signed up to be a part of the class. So, and we saw every kind of person, like we saw there's a nurse practitioner, there was a college student, there was a, a soon to be married couple who were, who had flown in from like, I don't know, some part of the country, but they were, they happened to be in Baltimore. Um, and they said, oh, we're here because our parents asked us, told us that before we get married, we need to take this class. So um, I really liked the class. It was really helpful for my mom because then she understood that, you know, she wasn't alone in her money situation. And some of her um, things that she needed to take care of were things that other people also needed to take care of. So I really liked that class and I would definitely recommend it for um, anyone to do. And I know now that COVID is, is here, like it's more, it's a little different because we can meet face to face with other people. Um, so I don't know, I guess I'd like to hear how you feel about it since you took the online version of it. Yeah, you know, I think that there are pros and cons um, to both experiences. And so I think because of Mm -hmm. COVID, they made the trial free. So they turned it into a 14 day free trial. And um, I did it with my partner. And so we just every day at home would, you know, turn it on, um, did a lesson a day, um, at least to hit it before the trial was over. And it was just way more than worth it. Um, we were able to have very candid conversations. We had already talked a lot about, you know, um, money and getting on the same page, but I think especially for him to watch the lessons and really kind of come out of it crazier than me to an extent, he's like, we're going to stop this. I'm going to cut down on groceries. And And so it really really motivated, um, him in a new way because he understood it differently, you know, why I felt the way that I felt about, um, the financial journey. And so I think that it was cool because we were able to just do it at home on our own time and, you know, relax while we watched it. And I took notes the whole time and stuff. And so I feel like the only thing that we might've missed out on is that when you go in person that you can talk to other weird people that are trying to do what Mm -hmm. you're trying to do. So, um, I think that that's the only thing that maybe we didn't get because of that, but there's already the online community where you can kind of chat and things like that and connect with people there. So I think that it's a win-win regardless. It's just great information. There's so many resources on the, um, once you sign up, there's so many resources, there's smart money, smart kids, there's, um, the legacy, um, journey on there too. So there's a lot, it's well worth like more work it's worth if you are to save a thousand dollars for your emergency fund and then pay off your debt for this course that's like a hundred dollars or something like that it's Mm -hmm. worth my to me it's worth ninety thousand dollars because that's what I paid off like I paid off more than ninety thousand dollars and that's what it worth that it's was I can't even talk (laughs) that's what it's worth um but thankfully that's not what you have to pay for it. So I will make sure that's linked in the show notes. And I'm so glad to hear that you went with your mom and you're changing your family tree by, you know, setting an example. Sometimes you have to be the one to kind of take a step in a certain direction in your family and who's to say it can't be like the youngest person in the family or, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be top down um, because you're really setting up a precedent for than your sibling, you know what I mean? That you said was 10 year old, 10 years old at the time. And so I love that. Um, for you in 
becoming a better version of yourself, what ways do you feel like you were challenged on your journey? Um, at, right around that time, how old was I? I was hmm, 25, 26, something around there. I'm 20 and turning 28 soon, Lord. <laughs> um, right around that time, there was just, I don't I was, I was, I moved from Virginia to Maryland. Um, I bought a house. There was just like a lot of things that I did. Um, and around that time I started, I, oh, you know, I, I stopped watching TV and I stopped being on social media. So I did a lot of reading. Um, and so around that time I was reading and I was like, um, finding podcasts that like really motivated me. And so I came across, um, minimalism and and then this whole like getting out of debt thing and that that was like you know I felt like the two went hand in hand um so going through being like paying off debt I was able to really like not just minimize my things and the things that I had but also like my finances and it, it was something that bled over right into it and I thought that wow this is amazing like I can be very, I, I have to be very disciplined. I have to account for every penny that I earn. Um, and I started thinking of my worth as far as like how much I make an hour. Um, and I think about like when I spend things, like spend on money, like how many hours of work did you trade for that one thing? And was that worth it? Um, so it was really just like, it helped me change who I am and kind of became to become a better person in that I had to sit with being uncomfortable um, and not having things that I felt like I really wanted or going places that I really wanted to go or sharing experiences with friends that um, didn't, you know, just really casual and, you know, like, and saying no to things. So I had to really sit and be uncomfortable. Um, and because of that, I, you know, you, you, you think about alternatives and how else can you supplement what you don't have? Um, so, and like, when I say help change me, like in that way, um, especially during that time of my life, when there was just like a lot of changes going on and like me learning, um, I'm really thankful that that's where I was at that time. I feel like I'm talking to my best friend. I'm like, everything you're saying, <laughs> like, yes, 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 yes. You said you watched less, you stopped watching TV, you started reading more books and just taking in more information on purpose, right? Just not mm-hmm. um, willy-nilly letting anything into your mind, you know what I mean? Um, finding podcasts and things like that. And then you found minimalism. And I, for, I know personally for me, that was also something that was happening simultaneously um, where I was trying to get my finances in order and also learning about just simplifying life to make things easier. And we don't realize the difference it makes until we start um, implementing some of those practices, but it is something that permeates through 
every aspect like spiritual and your relationships and you know what I mean like your your self-worth like you mentioned you started because you had time to think about those things as opposed to being distracted with the radio and with the latest episode of whatever like reality show or you know what I mean and so I think that it does it literally changes you as you start to walk toward this different way of living because you almost you almost have no choice if I, if that makes any sense right like you have to adopt and emulate different characteristics to live a different life if you're going to be debt free that's a different life and so um i love that you mentioned all of those things because i think that society would tell us otherwise you know what i mean and society would have us kind of caught up um in the day-to-day kind of events and whatnot and not able to slow down enough to look at the bigger picture and sit with ourselves sometimes the thoughts that come up may be uncomfortable you know um and if we are trying to self-soothe or self-regulate with all these outside things whether it's shopping or whether it's like eating out uh, you know if it's having stuff in your house redecorating and stuff like that then we can't begin to address those things so I love that you mentioned just this process of really stripping away all of the extra layers to understand yourself and where you want it to be and continuing to move toward that. So kudos to you. And I feel like, I'm like, is she talking about my life? Like what's happening? (laughs) Okay. So what were, did you, um, did you happen to do anything crazy while you were getting debt free, like sell anything wild or, um, you know, I don't know. Did people think you were crazy or did people kind of get it? Um, I didn't, did I do anything wild? I didn't do anything wild. Yes, I did something. I I worked a bunch. (laughs) That's wild. You know, I'm a respiratory therapist. And at that time, I was working at a children's hospital in Baltimore. Um, And our shifts are 12 hour shifts. And um, like, looking back, you know, you don't really realize what you're doing until like, you you come out of it. And you're like, whoa, I had three jobs at the time. I was like, I had three jobs and maybe I was working six days a week. And, um, but like what my three jobs were, I was working at three different places as a respiratory therapist. Um, one at like one hospital and two, like an adult hospital, um, when I prefer working with kids. (laughs) And so that was crazy that I was, like I was eight, like I wanted to work in a, at an adult hospital just so I can get out of debt. Um, and then the third job I was meeting, I was, I signed up to fit um, this like company, the employees that work at a company for CPAP machines, like, you know, those, um, those nighttime sleepy machines mm-hmm. that you have with they have sleep apnea. So I was doing like those weird things. Um, but yeah, I, I really worked a lot and I, I'm really glad that I did it because it paid off. <laughs> that, you know, that's it. I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, I think that sometimes people, when you tell them, oh yeah, I'm debt free and this is how much I paid off or whatever. And they're like, what? Like how? And I think a lot of the time, most people must increase their income in order to 
meet the goal. And so that means you're going to work more. (laughs) Um, And it's not forever. It's not a long time, right? You said it took you, did you say 10 months or something? Yes, 10 months. 10 months. It took you 10 months. It took me three years. Um, And it's a short time where you are living in discomfort, potentially, um, really staying focused on your goal. And then to me, the payoff is that for the rest of your life, unless you decide to go back into debt, whatever, do you boo boo, um, Mm -hmm. you get to do whatever you want, like for the rest of your life, you're 20, you, you got debt free when you were before you were 27. Yeah, maybe 26. So you became debt free when you were 26, which means literally for the rest of your life, as long as you continue to stay the course, can do what you want. Now you're traveling the country, you know, working in the in your field um, and able to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Now when you get paid and you know you, you know, spent those hours to get that paycheck, it gets to go to you and whatever you decide you want it to as opposed to it coming to you and you giving it to someone else. And so I feel like that's just something that can't be traded. Um, so when people are like, oh, how were you able to do that? It's like, well, you're going to have to work more. Like, <laughs> I don't know. There's not really many shortcuts unless you got a, like a rich uncle or like, I don't know what to tell you. And yeah. people also think or say, like, at least to me, um, after I did the interview, I saw some comments that were like, oh, well, you're going to burn out and then that's not healthy and whatever. But just like you mentioned, you stopped watching TV. You became intentional about the information that you were allowing into your mind. And I assume that the way that your schedule was set up was that you were, you know, prioritizing resting so that you could keep working. And so to me, I'm like, that was the time where I was most focused on like, my wellness and prioritizing rest and what I was putting into my brain and my body. I was meditating. I was journaling every day. I was probably doing better then mentally and emotionally than I'm doing now with the practices I had in place so that I didn't burn out. And so it's not that you just get crazy and just never sleep for however long it is. I think that hopefully you're intentional about your journey and you can allow it to be this thing where it's kind of like being a butterfly and you're cocooning, right? So baby step two is when you're cocooning. So you may not see people as much. You may not be going out and doing a whole bunch um, because you're in the cocoon growing and learning and evolving. And then you come out debt-free, this butterfly ready to take over the world. And so I talked to my family and friends before I started all this stuff. I said, hey, y'all, like, this is what I'm doing. And I'll see you in three years. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I did, I did let them know what I was doing and how important it was and, and what it meant to me and why I was doing it. And they were a part of that why and they understood. And thankfully, the people that are for you are going to recognize that and understand and be supportive. And the people that aren't maybe aren't, but it is what it is at the end of the day. So I love that you mentioned that because most of the time you're going to have to increase your income to get out of debt. And so that means you might have to be working more for a period of time and then you can kind of taper off after that. But yeah, it's really, it's really just a a serious journey. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It was definitely, you do have to cut your expenses because like being, being in that minimalist space, I was able to review all of these line items in my budget and decide that this has to go and that has to go. And that did help a little bit with, you know, finding extra money to pay off debt. 
But once I saw that, I got motivated to add more money to the pile. So it is a combination of eliminating some stuff and then, the, and also, you know, having the more income to put on top of the debt. Um, and then the more you work hard, the more you want to eliminate some stuff. If you're just like, I'm working too hard for this money or going to like this subscription and that subscription, like, you know, all these junk things that really aren't important right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that because it's a two-step process, right? I think yeah. that it's easier. A lot of the time it's easier to eliminate, start eliminating things first so that you get those little wins and you feel that progress, right? So when you're, when for some people, I think it's 40% of Americans don't have $400 to cover an emergency. If it were to come up $400 cash, they do not have it. 40%, like half of Americans. And so to have a thousand dollars for a lot of people for the first time, that's not on its way out the door is a really big win. And so I think that one of the quick ways to get there is starting to eliminate things that you don't necessarily need at that time. And so um, tightening up the budget, being able to get rid of certain things that you can let go of um, to clear your space, which helps to clear your mind, helps you to kickstart that journey and then you get so motivated that you're like okay what else can I do to to add to this to make this really um purposeful so yes you you hit the nail on the head that it's a two-fold process for sure now I know that um with while you know getting out of debt you said you're in your mid-20s um were you dating around the time did that play any role in your debt-free journey how was that for you um, at that time, I was dating, I was in a relationship, um, a committed relationship. Um, and right when that relationship started, that was when my debt free journey started. Um, or it was, it was like, we started dating. And then I, you know, read about Dave Ramsey, and I, I signed my mom up to go to the class. So it, it all kind of started around that same time. Um, and I learned that, well, so presently the relationship did not, um, last for, um, it's not currently, um, in the works right now. So the relationship ended, um, but it was, I was with a really beautiful man and, when I was going through that debt-free journey, he was very supportive of me and he understood what I was doing. Um, but it was within me <laughs> that I wish that he also was going to internalize what I was doing and kind of mirror that in his own life. Um, and it didn't happen then. And, but it eventually did happen, but it was after the relationship had ended. Um, and so that really, you kind of realize that, you know, personalities and money, they're, they all like, they all kind of intertwine, like your personality and your money, they kind of go hand in hand, what kind of person you are and, you know, like how you see money, it all just, it's, everybody's so different with it. Even my my best friends or my close friends, everybody just sees it differently. 
Um, but he did eventually um, come around to becoming debt free on his own. And I'm like so proud of him for doing that. My only thing is that it didn't happen while we were in a relationship. <laughs> um, so, but that gave me a lot of clarity about like moving forward, what I really want to, um, what I look for in a person who I'd like to be in a relationship with. And for me, the point of being in a relationship is marriage. And so I would like to date somebody who is knowledgeable about money um, and who sees money as a tool to, um, to build wealth, to um, build a family with, to help change other people's lives um, and to better just the, the future of generations to come. Um, Dave Ramsey said, and I keep saying this every time. So every time I meet an older couple, I ask them these four questions or I ask them this question about these four things. Um, and Dave Ramsey says on his podcast, he says like many times over and over again that when you get married, or you know, when you're considering marriage with a spouse, you have to agree on these four things. Um, money, and that's an obvious because we know that over 50% of marriages fail because of differences in money and like you know, how you handle money. So money, children, do you want them? Do you not want kids? Do you want kids? Do you not want kids? Religion, do you believe in God? Do you not believe in God? And the fourth one was family or like the in-laws. How do you, how do you stand up for each other when that one person is not there? And like, when it comes to family, do you pick up for that person? Is that person, does that person directly represent you or are you not, a, uh, are you both separate entities? That kind of thing. So knowing that I now know that that is a non-negotiable for me. Um, and like that in itself is just, it, it really helps me streamline where I'm going <laughs> and who I'm dating and who I'm letting into my space um, to love and to build. Because that's, at this point, this is, that's why I'm dating, to get married. <laughs> and if we don't have those four things in common, and there, it's not like I'm saying we have you. You have to have we have to have the same favorite color, be born in the same place, come from the same racial background, or family structure. These are just things that I think that you kind of have that basic to, that basis to start from. Then it's going to be okay. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head for sure. I think that when you're, it depends on are you dating on purpose or are you dating for fun like you know and I think that a lot of people date for fun and then it turns into on purpose but then it's like you maybe you didn't have the conversations <laughs> that would have been helpful for you to know certain things prior to the seriousness of the relationship if that makes sense and so um, being able to have very honest candid conversations at the beginning really helps to know like, okay, like, is, are we going to be able to be friends, you know, like, and, and um, still be able to support each other or whatever the case, like what that might look like, or is this something that we can really entertain as a possibility in the long run? And so it, I think people 
that's something that I think a lot of people have trouble with and don't even um, really, to be honest, take the time to look at, um, to sit with themselves and say, like, what do I want and how, how, what am I bringing to the table and what do I want this other person to bring to the table? Um, Where am I willing to compromise and where am I willing not to compromise? Um, And so, yeah, it sounds like dating on purpose with, you know, your desired goals in mind and being able to communicate that early on really helps to, um, helps to avoid heartache. But does that mean it's going to happen 100% of the time? Not really, you know, Um, life still happens. But yeah, the whole thing is a, it's an interesting process. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, for anyone who's just starting their journey or maybe they're losing motivation because Lord knows about a year ago I was ready to quit. What would you say to them? Um, what I'm going to say is this. Uh, when I introduced myself, I said I'm a respiratory therapist. And um, I believe that I'm going to be probably the first million- millionaire in my family. Woohoo! And Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Um, and the reason why that is important is just so that if you love your job, um, and you love where you are in life, you don't need to be like a banker, an accountant, a financial expert in order to get to that point where money is not like in in order to be a millionaire, you can love what you do, but still use your, your income as a tool to better your life while at the, in, at the same time you're, do, you're doing what you love. Um, so yeah, I think that that's my point about that. You also have to write down your goals. You have to write down what you do with your money. Every time I got paid, I filled out a budget and um, I know there's like, oh, you fill out a a monthly budget, but I did it every single time I got paid so that I knew exactly where every dollar was going. And I made multiple payments in a month. Like there were times that um, during that time I was working a job where I got paid every week. So I made four payments in a a month sometimes. Mm. Um, Every time I got paid, every time I made a payment, I would write down how much pay, how much of that money went to the principal of the loan and how much of that money went to, to interest. And so that was, that got me really motivated because at first it started out like, oh, you paid like $120 in interest. And then you, you, as you keep going, you keep going, it's like, oh, $22. Oh, $16. You're like, okay, we're getting to a point where this is becoming something that I have a handle on. And I was really able to have a handle on that because I wrote everything down. Um, so yeah, that's my my number two point when it comes to getting out of debt. And number three is um, if you don't have the, the support system, then you have to seek the support. You have to seek mentors. Um, and that's what I end up doing. My, my very close friends, um, they didn't understand what I was doing, or maybe I didn't explain exactly what I was doing, um, and why I was doing it, but they didn't see the need for them. 
or their financial situation is totally different than mine. Um, but so I did say, you know, like, no, I can't do this because I'm saving money. Um, but outside of that, I sought mentors. I, as far as people who were doing what I'm doing. And so it was just like, I, I listened to the Dave Ramsey podcast all the time. Um, I talked to people who are actual millionaires because they're who I want to be. Um, and, you know, I just like continuously try to give myself information and put myself in situations where um, I was alongside people who were doing what I was doing and, and also alongside people who are where I want to be. Um, so those are my three facts. If you love what you do, you don't need to quit it and become an entrepreneur and make millions and flip houses and all those kind of things. Like, yes, there are really great ways of building wealth, but it's not the only way. And number two, you have to write down what you're doing. You have to write down every money, every penny that comes into your account and account for everything. And number three, seek, seek mentors outside of yourself, outside of your own circle. Thank you so much, Ashley. Those are some serious gems. Everyone that's listening, I hope, was taking notes because you are dropping knowledge on how to get debt free and how to position yourself to be, like you mentioned, the first millionaire in your family. I'm hoping to be the same. Um, and I think that it's really nice to be able to have conversations with other people that are in the same headspace um, because I think it, it, it is kind of different. There aren't a lot of people. There's more people that are not doing, um, you know, doing this path or following this trail than are. And so I love talking to other people that are in their own way, um, you know, blazing trails in their family and in their career to live their best lives. So I appreciate you for coming on the show, for sharing your gems, wishing you luck. And when you hit a million, girl, we come back on the show and tell us how you did it because <laughs> you got debt free before me. So you might hit a million before me too. I don't know. Um, but again, I appreciate you for coming on the show for sure. Do you have um, anywhere that you would like people to come and support you? Oh yeah. So um, I'm back on social media. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I come back on social media. I realized there's like a whole community of people who are doing the same thing. So it's such a, like, it's like a viral thing that's going on. And that's probably how I met you. Um, so if you want support, just follow the hashtags. Um, so my name on, on Instagram, I'm really on Instagram right now. Um, my name on Instagram is ashv.darling. And my, it's called my tagline is bankable facts. I'll probably change it to just bankable facts, but bankable facts by Ashby. And that's me. And I share a bunch of tips and tricks and how to, you know, get out of debt. And also, um, you know, now that I'm debt free, the fun part is investing. And so, you know, that's where, that's where, that's the whole point of like going through all of this, um, budgeting and like you know restrictions and all this kind of stuff it's just now it's a fun part you get to like see your money grow and like all those all those fun things so follow me for some bankable facts at ashby darling ashby that darling at on instagram 
Come on, bankable facts. Yes. Okay. I just looked at my bank account today and I, I don't know, for some people it might sound minute, but I just got debt free last month and my bank account is like, I'm at like $10,000, almost $11,000 already in my bank account. I'm like, I don't even know what to do with myself. Like, what isn't does it like, mean? Isn't it much easier to save money now? Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's mental. Like, I remember doing so many complicated things with money before. Like, oh, I'm going to pay this debt off and I'm going to make save for this and I'm going to save for that. But I just couldn't get far with my savings. And then, you know, boom, you get rid of all the distractions and all you do with your paycheck is allocate, allocate. That's a big girl word. Oh, I'm just going to allocate this to that and then this to that. You know, like (laughs) all you do now is allocate. Wow. Yeah, we could chat about this all day long, but (laughs) I really do. I just want to express gratitude and I'm thankful for our conversation and I'm even more motivated like, ooh, what can I do next? Um, And so I love it. We'll definitely support you and all those bankable facts and we will talk to you next time, Gems. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.